0: What it is, RJLA family. I am Angela Birdsong, your Conversation Peace host on Radio Justice LA Morning Wake Up Call at RadioJustice.org where something new or unusual to talk about for stimulating conversation for you on the bus, train, plane, or simply at the water cooler or in cubicle Nation. Today on Conversation Peace, beats, tracks, samples, and hip hop with Chris, DJ Stress, McManus, Founder of the Producers' Corner, Michael Washington, yes, the creator of Conversation piece theme song is here, you guys, and Edwin Birdsong, music legend who is heavily sampled by hip-hop artists and others, and yes, that is my father. These music influencers are here to discuss the finest in underground hip-hop creations as showcased on the Producers' Corner with a sample ch- challenge. And we will take a look at the state of today's music. Welcome to Conversation Peace. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Conversation Piece. All right, you guys. We are here talking about music in the producer's corner. So we have Michael Washington, DJ Stress, and Edwin Birdsong. DJ Stress, why don't you start us off? Who are, uh, introduce yourself to Conversation Piece. who you are, and what is the producer's corner?
1: How you doing? Um, <clears throat> I'm Chris McManus, a.k.a. DJ Stress. Um, I've been doing, you know, music all my life. I started out, I actually started getting into hip hop in like 1982, 83. I was a break dancer. And then my break-in turned into DJing around like 1985. Shout out to Jam Master Jay for that inspiration, rest in peace. Um, and then, you know, I was time when I, I DJ, you know, DJ clubs and DJ parties and did mixtapes and put stuff out. And then around 2005, I ended up getting on the radio called the Fireset Radio Show in Springfield, Massachusetts at State College. And we was on there. We were doing an underground show called the Fireset Radio Show. We was on there for a good almost nine years. And um, I ended up leaving there, and then we tried to do it on the Internet, and we did it for like a year, and it just wasn't as good as I liked it when we were on the radio in the college. Because When we were on the college radio, we were hitting like seven or eight different different prisons like they would hear us and we would be like that show that would you know keep them you know happy when they would hear the show because we we, the music we were playing no one else was playing it nowhere so we would play the music the underground hip-hop even the one that was current at the time not just the old school um and then you know after that i tried to figure out what what we're going to do next you know a couple years went by and then i I started making a producer's corner facebook page and what I did on the producer's corner Facebook page, I would go around on the whole, the whole world of Facebook people and find people who got, like, drum machines or, or into music the same way, and I would add them all as my friends. And I would start posting whatever they had in their, on their pages that I liked on my personal page, which was called the producer's corner. But you know how Facebook is, it made me change it into my real name, Chris McManus. So then sooner or later, I started doing a page. The producers doing a page, and the producers calling a group. And then I, when I made the group, I made it so the group that all the producers that were in there to produce all, show showcase all their instrumentals for everybody else in that group. And that group was at one time was up to 44,000 people in there. Um, so then I, I started, I said, I'm going to start doing these sample challenges. So what I do on the sample challenges, what I did was i take a YouTube song, and I would post it. And all the producers around the world, whoever, you know, want to get involved, would make a beat off that YouTube post. And they always post their beats in the comments of that post. And then every Saturday, we have a show where we listen to all the beats that they posted. And we were first on Facebook Live for a long time. Now we're on YouTube, the producer's corner, and we're doing it live from there now. And that's where I am currently with it.
0: Now, where did you get the name The Producer's Corner?
1: I just, I don't know. I just made it up. I, I said, I just want to make up a page and, you know, Producer's Corner, regular page, like, you know, a personal page. And I just made that as a name because I'll call it The Bell Producers with the first word and the last was corner for the last name. It just hit me. I don't know how it just hit me. Like when I called the radio station the fireside radio, it just hit me. You know, I just...
0: Right, now the, the, the sample challenge, what are the rules for participating in the sample challenge? You said that you select a song from YouTube. How do you go about selecting that song? Is it just you, who selected? Or are you guys a committee?:
1: The rules what they, what they could do is what they could do is they, they, they have to use that song, and they could get their own drum sounds, their own bass sounds, they could add a couple of little extra sounds you know with keys and stuff like that, and they post it in the comments. They're only allowed to post one beat per person, up to two minutes because of the length. Sometimes we have almost 100 beats, and show could be hitting over four hours. You know, what I'm saying? so. Once they post any, of the, what happens is the winner, the winner picks the next winner, and actually the next three winners. But the next, but the winner's always gonna, the number one winner is always gonna pick the next winners, and the, and the, and then all me and the three winners will pick the next song we're gonna use together for the next one so everybody okay this will
0: be a good song so the so I, I was watching you guys this past Saturday and you know actually so the, the producer corner it comes on every Saturday evening right at what time
1: around 4pm 4pm New York United States time
0: okay so United States time
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah because people around the world listen to this you know what I'm saying so we have so many people you know what I mean and and, and me doing an interview with this with you guys I'm going to, when you have it up, I'm going to make sure that they all listen to it too because this Producers Corner thing is worldwide. You know what I mean? Every day we, we have shirts, we, we sell shirts, and there's thousands of shirts wearing Producers Corner around the world. You know what I mean? People support this as a movement because it's really a part of a movement for the hip-hop culture. You know what I mean? Like to help to help keep music good, you know? So I'm, it's not. I'm not saying that. That it's I'm the savior. I'm the saying I'm a participant in helping it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. No. To- totally understand. and that, and that most definitely will be a good segue um, in in a few minutes about going into the state of music and how producer's corner is forging away, being a pioneer um, and and bringing. New creations and and hip hop, new creations and new sounds in hip hop. So this is worldwide. The, this producer's corner. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mike knows. Mike Michael knows. <laughs> right. And Michael, and Michael be in the chats with us. Yeah, cause we chat. We we got we got a chat room where we are on, on Facebook where we all chat with each other. And there's like forty seven of us that all know each other, and sometimes people come in and come out and and we just became we like a lot of people became friends and and. You know, if you had the questions about your equipment or something, everybody will help each other. You know what I mean? It's all about just bringing people all around, get around the world together. Like, we have, like, probably, like, almost 20 females that participate in these sample challenges, too. So I want, I want like, women, you know, any age, any gender, anywhere, any person could feel comfortable being involved with this with no stereotypical nothing. It's either you're good with it or you're not. And if you're not, you see people you watch them get better as they keep coming in. Cause it's like a friendly competition and it builds everybody. The structure is their music. It's, it's built a lot of people. And I've seen the difference as it kept coming up and it's, it's just continues to do it. And, and, and when most people usually find out about it, they get involved with it.
0: I know they do because as just as a listener uh, on it, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm bobbing my head and I'm enjoying what I'm hearing on, on your show. And then of course it's, as YouTube. So I get a visual of what's happening in the producer's corner studio with what you guys doing. And, you know, and then you got, you know, when we get to feed off of you guys, because when there's something that's really hot, that's when we see you guys like bobbing your heads up in, in this, in the producer's yeah, yeah, corner. Yeah. Right. So like yesterday you did. So yesterday wasn't a brand new uh, sample, actually on Saturday. Saturday wasn't a brand new sample. That was, you did the best of?
1: No, no. What Saturday was, what Saturday was, was last week's. We do it once a week. So I just put the new one up today for this week, which we're going to be listening to next Saturday. We do it once. This is our 70th week. We've been doing it for 70 weeks so far. So.
0: Wow. Congratulations.
1: Oh, well, thank on, you. On I mean, I, I, I like to congratulate. Everybody, you know what I mean? Like that, it's, it, 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 it's a big, you know what I mean? Even like you interviewing me, I, I'm that humble and I really appreciate it, you know what I mean? Because I I do this for the help of music, you know what I mean? That's the main reason why I do. It. I haven't made no money or nothing off of this, you know what I mean? I've do it strictly. I would like to do it where I don't have to work no more, and I, you know I don't need to be a millionaire. I just like to be able to pay my bills, you know. But yeah, I, I I did it for the people. That's why I did it for. Them.
0: Right. And, you know, when you do things for 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 others, it always seems to work out best, you know, with it doesn't have doesn't have that stress. You don't have to strive as hard because you're 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 doing it for the passion of it, for for the love of music. And I see that that was one of the rules because you got you got rules in there for 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 your um, for 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 your posting on there. And I, I remember seeing something about. It's about the, the love of it and it's not about um, the drama of it. So when you, yeah.
1: We don't put up with that. Once we start getting drama like in the group or something, we'll let the person know and if they do it again, we just boot them out. We don't need none of that negative energy, and, you know what I mean? So.
0: Right. And actually, that, that, that's your rule number one. No drama. Love is love. So no drama, negativity in the group or you will be removed. And I'm adding this part because it's all about the music. So, so Michael, how did you find the producers' corner?
2: Well, I, I felt like there it couldn't be—I couldn't be the only one out there that, that was into real hip hop music. So I'm like, I was pretty much to myself searching for somebody to get around, get involved with, and I came across it by accident on Instagram, actually. And I just clicked onto the post, I looked at the show one time, and I was hooked. I said, I'm, I want to do this. It's something I, I want to do, need to do, so I can get better. And I've been doing it ever since. Just right, like a little. Like middle of last year, so I've been there for 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 a while. So,
0: okay, and then so let the conversation piece audience know who you are and what is your your music background.
2: Michael Washington from Los Angeles, California. Been doing music for the for the past seven years now. Really get back into it since last year, and I consider myself to be a hip hop jazz producer.
0: Right, because I remember, and, and for those of you guys who who um who don't know. Michael Washington created the theme song for Conversation Peace called Ken Folk. It it is hot. It's hot to me. I'm just waiting for somebody to to pick it up. (laughs) Yeah, if you have not heard the theme, shame on you if you have not heard the theme song. That means you you checking in a little late. But anyway, (laughs) but. Check out the theme song for, for conversation right. piece or go to M. Wash Soul on SoundCloud and check out Michael Washington's uh, music. Also, Michael Washington is my cousin. So I just want to put that out there too. And, and, <laughs> is, and, and so people would know, I did not pick his music because he's my cousin, but Michael had always shared his music with me because I have an affinity for music, because I'm from a, a musical family. And when I was listening to his music one day, we was in the parking lot at his, at his where his grandmother was staying at the time um, at, at Westchester Villa in Inglewood, in we're in his truck, and he was playing his music. I was like, oh, I was like, this stuff is hot. I was like, oh my goodness. I said, this is like, this is like Smooth jazz and I hate smooth jazz. I'm sorry, you guys. I, I don't hate it, but it's not it's not my favorite. I was like, this is like smooth jazz, but I like this. And and then that's where he was like, It's, it's hip hop jazz. I was like, Oh wow And it was it was I, I enjoyed it. So then I started, you know, going to his house and what have you and then found Kim folk, but you going and tell your story. Well <laughs> it was
2: it's funny because when I I made that, it was a a long time ago and I always felt like nobody was gonna like my music. Nobody nobody's gonna like music. So you kept telling me, you know, put it out there, put it out there. Other people said, put it out there. So no, I'm not gonna do it. So once you heard, it, I said, "Okay, I'm gonna start let people listen to my music." Then it started gradually. People started going, coming towards my SoundCloud, getting more, you know, likes and views and whatnot. So it's it's getting there to a slow process, but I'm getting up there. So with the uh, being in producer's corner, you know, I figured, man, like, yo, it's a lot of talent in here. I have to step my game up. So every week, I get inspired by everybody, you know, in the, within the group, because uh, I'm trying to work harder to get better. So that's one of the main reasons why I like the group. And everybody's so cool. I learn a lot from everybody.
0: Right. So being in the producer's corner is just like what Chris was saying, that it's not just a place to display your music, but it's a it's a learning environment. It's a
2: it's a big learning environment for me as well. Yeah, it is.
0: Now, what is the one? Me too.
1: Be yeah. to yeah. do
0: to me too. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what what are one of the things that you learned from? From the producer's corner,
2: the the missing the mixing aspect of uh, what I'm doing when I'm trying to make my beats because uh, before everything was all muffled and too loud, too this and too that. But I turned in tuned into the group and you know had a couple of conversation with them on listening on on how to get that the sound a little bit better, and uh, it's, it's working out. So it's one of the things I picked up on. I'm still learn it's still a learning process, but uh, I feel like it's getting better.
0: Right. Oh yeah, and you know I guess you know like with anything, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And but to move from not wanting anybody to hear your music at all to now being in an international setting with the producer's corner where the world is hearing your music and judging it.
2: Right. This, this, is, true. this right, is true. Right. This is true. Right. I, I really like that. It's right. Something I look, like I said, it's something I look forward to every week because I know when I, something's not right or something's right, I'm like, I see that thumbs up on somebody's head and I, and I said, OK, I did something right. When I don't see that, like, oh, I got to do something better. Like, I got to get better.
0: So, so. Right. OK, well, we're going to take a break. So here underground hip hop creations on the producer's corner sample challenge every Saturday evening, Eastern Time, 4 p.m., broadcast via YouTube live. Go to theproducerscorner.net for more details and check out some of their previous sample challenges there, too. You're listening to Conversation Piece. I am your host, Angela Birdsong, with beats, tracks, samples, and hip-hop with the Producer Corner founder, Chris, DJ Stress, McManus, beat maker, Michael Washington, and soon we'll hear from the legendary musician, Edwin Birdsong. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Conversation Peace. I am your host, Angela Birdsong, with Chris, DJ Stress McManus, founder of the Producers Corner, Michael Washington, Conversation Peace theme song creator, and my father, Edwin Birdsong, multi-Grammy winner and nominee. Now, we were talking about the state of music and what have you, but before we get into that further, let's bring in Mr. Birdsong, Edwin Birdsong, my father. Hi, Dad. Hi baby. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited to have my father on um, on my show. So dad, um why don't you tell us briefly about who how how did you get into music? How, how did you start learning how to play the piano? Tell tell us that story.
3: Well, I started to uh play the uh tabletop like and uh and my mother said, "You really serious about this?" I said, "Yes, yes I am, Mama." And uh, went from the t- tabletop to uh, to piano, <clears throat> and I had a piano teacher. Was she? She two doors from us, so that was my. My first teacher, Miss Splatly. and uh, and I remember she said, "Music is art expressed in sound." So that I remember that all the way through uh, my my musical training, and I, I went from there. Playing in, in my father's church, the Solid Rock Baptist Church on 83rd and Broadway in Los Angeles. And I went from there playing the organ and the piano. And uh, from there, I went to uh, watching other people play. So I learned how to play the 12 bar blues. And that's that was that's what talk off so I played the blues every night all the way from Los Angeles to Germany and uh, that's when I was in a the, in the sermon in the service and uh, I played just music 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 and uh, I watched other people play and I learned and I went to Manhattan School of Music uh, on the upper right, on the F, upper East Side in Los Angeles. I mean, in, in New York. And then I went. I got. I was studying uh, theory, and I said, "Well, theory is that's nice. That's nice, but I want to learn how to compose." I said, "Okay, so uh, I went to." Uh, I tried to uh, transfer from theory into competition and They said, "Well, you know, you'll have to t- finish up the uh, your uh, next this next semester." And of course, I said, "I'm not. I'm going to finish up right now. I'm going to go." So I was. So I, 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 I uh, wrote a song of uh, with. Uh, Cello uh, and flute and uh, uh, French horn and I I uh, presented that to Juilliard and they said we'll take you so that's when I, I left Manhattan School of Music and went to Juilliard and uh, that's that was it. I studied and studied and studied, and tried to get it. it, I had to get it right, and that's that's what I had to do.
0: Okay. And later, much later, much later, five albums later, decades later, we move into this music we call hip hop, right, Dad? Yeah. And then you started to come across these cats these these DJs in New York City cuz you were living in New York City at the time and they started using your music uh, their music started to get picked up by record labels and a new resurgence of of your publishing started to emerge
3: that's true and i i, I came from <clears throat> I had uh, 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 some guys that, first of all, hip-hop started in Uptown in New York, the Bronx and Uptown uh, uh, Harlem. So I, I, I was part of that. I, I was party to that a uh, event of people coming up with, uh just rhyming to other music and then it went from rhyming rhyming to rap and it kept it kept going on from there so when i heard the first the first rap, rap record i said oh no this is nice and I, after that you know the guys from uh from jersey came up with uh Hip, hip, hip and hop, you know, and those guys they they made so much money that that was rappers' delight that you were talking about, brother, and uh, so I, yeah. yeah, so so I I just I, I you know I, I moved I moved along and I played jazz uptown, you know, with uh, at Count Basie's and Wells and all, of, all of the uptown clubs at that time, people were using the Hammond organ, so that was really, really, red, 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 it was really up my alley because I played the organ in church, so it was natural for me to play it in a, in a club, and when I when I so I went to to the army. Uh, and I, I went to uh, uh, to Germany, and uh, I went from there. Well, actually, I came in to see, you know, the the, the weekend, you know, the other people that were playing. I said, "Wow, these guys are playing." Should I play better than all of them <laughs> <laughs> and sing too? So I said, "Okay." So that's 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 when I started. I got my my got uh, a, a tenor sax, drums, and organ, and that that was it. it was called the the, uh, the sounds, and uh, it went from there to all the way coming back to New York, and uh, I had fun doing my music and doing stuff with other people like. Uh, Rory Ayers, was—he was going to uh, Jefferson High School, and I went to Fremont, and we were actually rivals because Jeff Jeff was uh, a black school, and Fremont was was becoming a, a black school. But it was at that time, there were a lot of white people that went to uh, Fremont and went to uh, Gompers, Gompers, and uh, you know. So I, I've always had all kind of people around me. So it wasn't it wasn't just black, blank, uh, you know, just uh, just black playing with black. I played with everyone. And I had my first group, I had uh, you know, a white boy that played the trumpet, trumpet, and I had, you know, drums and other, you know, other other people that I, I did stuff for, with. So I always, I always had all kinda of people around me. So that's why I don't have I, I love everybody and have a I have a, a lot of friends that are white. I have Mexicans, uh, Germans, (laughs) you know. So God has been very, very good to me because I've always referenced everything that I had to do coming from God. So that's where where it comes from. And that's why when I do music right now, when you hear the stuff that people are using, like... um, uh, the one that people, are, uh, this group, uh, Daft Punk, found this song, found my song in Paris, and uh, found this and and used it, and made a uh, harder, better, faster, stronger, and that came from Cola Bottle Baby, and uh, and from there, uh, I was very lucky that. Uh, Kanye West heard the song, and he uh, he resampled it. And then, what what he did, he went around the world. Which means that when you have you can have a hit, and it can be just natural national, which means it's, it's in you know in the states. But when you get a song that goes around the world, that's money. And thank God, God that did that for me, and uh, I got some money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, and and of course, right, and in part, part of that, um, the the being able to get the money is because Dad was introduced to the publishing game. That he, you know, one of his very close friends, who's deceased now, um, really good attorney. Um Johanna Vigoda, I believe that's how you pronounce his mm-hmm. name. Johanna, yes. Oh, Johanna had told Dad, "Man, don't just be playing up in the clubs on 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 uh, on uh, uptown. You need to know how to set up your business affairs and and get your 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 publishing together." And that's why he's able to still sign off on synchronization license agreements and mechanical license agreements because he has has his publishing um, so, Dad? That cola bottle baby. Which album was that on? Uh, that was
3: from uh, that was uh, the that was uh, the album that I did with Gamel and Huff.
0: Okay, so that was 1979 with Philadelphia International. Correct. Um, the self titled album. Um, Edwin Birdsong, which I think is your your fourth your fourth album. Cool. Um, we're going to have to take a break, but what I what I want us to talk about is now that you know we we have these three music influencers here on conversation piece DJ Stress, Michael Washington, and Edwin Birdsong, and you guys shared your stories on how you got into the music business and how. You got the producer's corner, people are sampling um, dad's music, Michael's music is being enhanced as he's exposing it internationally. How is this affecting the state of music? When we turn on the radio, do we like what we hear? Do we like what we see when we're listening to the streaming music? Chris had um, um, implied that the producer's corner is creating and helping the hip-hop sound. So let's get into that conversation when we get back from this break. You're listening to Conversation Piece on Radio Justice Morning Wake-Up Call. I'm your host, Angela Birdsong, and we'll be back with more beats, tracks, samples, and hip-hop after this music break. A conversation piece on RJLA with the producer's corner Chris, DJ Stress McManus, one of its participants Michael Washington Edwin Birdsong, one of the most sampled artists, producers in hip hop and I am your host Angela Birdsong now Chris, you had said earlier that the producer's corner is having an effect on the state of music today Explain
1: that. Well, what, I, what I'm doing is, is you know, producers that. Like, you can see Mike, Mike said himself that he was doing it, and then he wasn't doing it for a while. And then once he saw it and made him come back and want to do it again, that's one reason right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, there's a lot of people that tell me the same thing. They're like, yo, I, I stopped doing music. And then when I started doing this, watching this show, getting involved, he goes, I just wanted to just become a part of it. Because it's kind of like a, a community at the same time. It's like everybody... You know, it, it's it's like everybody coming together all around the world who feel a certain way about things, and they you know, they don't feel like that there's a lot of people around them, you know, as, as in real life, regular life that inspires them to do anything. So to me, it was all about an inspiration for others. You know, so if everybody's coming together and getting inspired by each other, they're all going to just get 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 better, and they're all going to make the music better. You know so right. it's like because it, there's all, everybody's mentality now is. Like like Mike said earlier in the two, he said, he sees our heads, bop, our heads bopping or whatever at different times, that's telling him, okay, I'm doing something right with this one. You know what I'm saying? Like, boom, that's, and then and usually what you do right is what you, is what you really work with, you know what I mean? And you learn more as you keep going on, and, and that goes for anything in life. You know what I'm saying? So,
0: What is it about current hip-hop that you would like mm-hmm. to see change?
1: I came up, you know, I came up in the early '80s with this hip hop, and it was always—I always liked to have, you know—it it, it was not only style or whatever that you had the original, but I wanted to have, you know, them certain Adidas sneakers that no one else had. You know what I mean? So if I go find them, I'm not going to tell nobody else where I got them because then they're going to go get them and everybody's going to wear them. It's the same thing with the music. The music today is the problem. There is, there's no leaders. There's nobody. There's nobody. No, I'm not saying this period with people, I'm talking about the majority of the commercial radio. You know what I'm saying? People tend to follow what everybody else does, like, for instance, the auto-tune or whatever, and they just think that they need to do that to have a good song. And what is crazy, they'll get on the radio, you know, the radio will play a song like when you first hear it, but what is this? You know, keep playing playing it, playing it, playing it, playing it, playing it. And you might be at work and you're harmonizing it in your head by accident because they played it so much in your head. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the, the the state of music is like the, the independency, the independency is, is where I always liked it anyway. Like I could tell you artists that are doing it today that I love. And then not only the artists, even that were out in the eighties and the nineties are still making music. And I still like it. It's just that it's not hitting the majority of the world. You know what I mean? Cause it's all money. You know what I mean? It's all, it's, it's I don't know. I, it's not something I like. Like, I'm not a fan of nothing that's going on on the major radio. I don't ever listen to it. And I, and Rakim said this a long time ago. He said when he's making music, he doesn't pay attention to what no one else is doing. He just does what he does. And he puts it out because he doesn't want to have no reason for you to feel like you sounded like someone else. Because back in the days, Master A said it on the um, on the, um on the symphony, there's a sign at the door, there's no biting allowed. You know what I mean? Some people don't understand, like, it's okay now for everybody to be the same. You know what I mean? Like, before, it, that wasn't cool. Like, if you sound like somebody, you're like, yeah, this dude sound like him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, it that wasn't allowed to do that. Now, everybody's the same. Everybody's doing the same things that actually, when we came up at that era time, doing things that we thought that wasn't cool you know what I mean but you know what I mean and that now that what wasn't cool is cool you know what I mean I'm not putting no certain things but just period you know what I mean like oh we wouldn't do that back then what are these kids doing but the at the other side of the fence you can't blame you can't blame the newer generation and all that if nobody ever taught them so the reason why I do stuff like this the producer's corner is the people the people can see this like oh that's pretty cool I want to do that and they start seeing it's a competition thing, you know what I mean? And it's a competition is what hip hop all is. Period. Any element from breakin to graffiti to DJing to rapping, to anything was all competition. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be the reason why you take my, don't you take your tape out of your because they 'Cause they're gonna keep my tape in your box. That was the whole reason. It's not like that today. It's all the same. Every every 18 songs you hear on the radio almost sound the same. I don't. I was never about that.
0: Right, yeah, it's like there's um, um, complacency and, and the musicability right now. So, Dad, what, what do you have to say about all that?
3: Well, you know, um, I have always uh, uh, experimented uh, with stuff. And, uh, like, for instance, next week there's the Nam show that's coming into Anna, Anaheim. Anaheim and it's going to be about 3,000 people that's, that's uh, doing music from around the world. China, Japan, Korea, the Middle East. So all these people are going to be there trying to sell their own stuff. Meaning that you have some drums that you don't hear all around in Los Angeles or California, uh, New York, but around the world. So I try to listen to everything, and I try to, uh, you know, incorporate my stuff with other stuff that I hear that I heard, and uh, I, I thank God is. He's, he's, always been on my side trying to do some stuff that no one has ever had heard or had a chance to manipulate. So I get, I will get, uh, you know, I I have the Pro Tools and uh, all these different uh, programs that other people have. You can almost do everything and in any of the uh, genres, like I said, like Pro Tools, uh, uh, Reason, and it, they, it goes on. Uh, you know, all, those, all of those things, you can use that to do the music, but you have to use your own. I try to put it in my mind and regurgitate it out to 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 the other people so i don't try to i don't try to sound like no one else but I, some i like some some people say that i do sound like someone but i don't know who they are and uh they don't they don't know who, they don't know who who i'm doing my stuff with because like i said i try to li- i try to live a lot a whole life, I'm a vegetarian, and I try not to eat no meat. So, so my so my my music is f- from from God, and so I look at it like that, you know. So, it's 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 always another guy. Because when I when I, when I listen to the stuff, I heard I heard the stuff that Drake is doing. The stuff that uh, guys from here in Los Angeles uh, doing that stuff, Kendrick Lamar. Yes, that's all. Thank you, thank you. See, my my daughter, she's she's the one that knows more about music than I know because she's she's always been into the music when she's first uh, learned to play the piano. So she's. She's doing all kind of stuff, Angela. so
0: well the well, thanks Dad, but <laughs> 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 they, you know your 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 father's always going going to um compliment you and um and thank you, Dad for always showing that that love to us. but i I go back to what your music teacher said that music is an art express and sound, and it sounds like. Where everybody here is saying that the current artists and musicians are forgetting how to express that individual, independent, um, innovative sound that's coming from outside, from within them, and maybe the record companies, the labels, the A and R directors are. Sort of like have them on an assembly line, and saying this is what what we want, and taking away that created that that, that creativity. Um, Mike, you got anything to say on this?
2: Well, yeah, I think believe me and Chris grew up a, around about the same era, and back then it was about originality, and you have to prove yourself and what type of skills that you have. So what actually did for me when I saw somebody wearing a dress and rapping um, and trying to sell music on a vi- to some music video, and I had a gun in their hand, like I'm done so I, I can't listen to this i'm I'm gonna stop so i don't pretty much listen to that anymore so i just it's just too much it's just watered down pretty much everything sounds the same and I, just, I just can't can't follow that there's no can't get with that trend i just don't do it
0: right and then of course so the producer's corner is a place that anyone can go if you meet the guidelines so chris how does one participate in the producer's corner to to bring out that innovation within them?
1: All they gotta do is participate. There's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no there's no rules for anybody who can't get involved. Anybody in the world could get on it. You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's it's just go by the rules, put your beat, and you get hurt. The whole world's gonna hear you too. I mean, I'm not, I'm not I not mean I don't have millions of viewers and stuff like that we know we're still on an independent level you know what i mean and that's what i like more than anything i would rather you know they could say like say if dr Drake could come hang with me in the studio i'd be the best in the world but to me it's the same because when you go out and you make your own identity as a person you know like as independence if you go make that as a person as an artist You get more respect from that than anything else, you know what I'm saying, because you went and did it on your own, you know what I mean, like that's what, I'm letting the producers do that, you know what I mean, it's like, I do the show when I'm on it, but it's not all about me, it's it's actually nothing about me, I'm just sitting there, you know, people, everybody knows me, it's like me just bringing a whole bunch of people together, and they get into challenges, and it's that easy.
0: Right, you're 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 the vehicle. So we're we're gonna we have only a few minutes left, according to my engineer. Who knows? <laughs> but I'm gonna ask you guys um, briefly: Who influences you? Who influenced you when you first started? and Who influenced you, you now, Michael? Uh, wow,
2: good question. Would well, have to be um, back then: Run DMC, Rakim, Cool G, Rap, and now um, Dre, Mr. Birdsong. Yeah,
3: well, you know, uh, I go back to. Uh, I met I met a friend last night, and he uh, he went to Manhattan School of Music with me. Yousef Latif, and Yousef played with uh, Cannonball and of course he played. With his own his own his own stuff, but I go back to the guys that played jazz because that was always uh, you had to try to play your own soul. Like when you hear Dizzy Gillespie and you hear you hear Miles, those guys are different. That plays the same uh, horns, but. They have the, they have their own way of getting it over to people. So, same thing with 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 the piano. You know, Oscar Peterson and you know and uh, people that that's that's doing music. You have to do your own music. You have to sit and play and play. You have to play with the the rhythm rhythm and scenes. You have to play with the uh, other thing. When you see anything that you can use to make music or make a sound, try to use it h- h- however you can use it, because it will come. If you if you if you come through God, it will come out to be God's music. So I look at it like that.
0: Okay. Okay. So we um and then of course, um one of one of your um influencers that you said DJ Stress was um Marley Ma and he's a good friend of of my father's. So Dad, what what's Marley been doing in the music?
3: Mar Marley is uh doing some stuff. We're doing stuff together. <clears throat> I met Marley. And, and Queensbridge, when he was 16 years old, he wasn't even supposed to be in there because it was a, you know, it was a, you know, he was de- he's, he was a DJ, DJ and was doing the music. And I, so when I, I went, went up to him and I said, man, look, play this, play this song here if you can and tell me how you like it. And that happened to have been, rapper dapper snapper so marty heard that and he he immediately started to play it and it is that's that that's the same that's the same song that uh that uh, uh dre did on uh snooks snoop Dogg's first album he used uh Rapper, Dapper, snapper, and when I saw Dre, I said, "Man, how did you pick out this part of the song that my favorite part of the song? How do you find it?" And and Dre looked at me and said, "Man, this is what I do, brother." <laughs> 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 and uh, so so Dre, Dre Dre is like one of one of one of the people that I love, just like Marley. Marley was doing stuff. Like you said, Larry Smith, he did all of that stuff with uh, with uh, Houdini and all that stuff. Mm. Those, those 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 were my people. In fact, uh, Larry tried to get in my group, and I said, "Man, like, come back tomorrow, <laughs> come back next week." <laughs> but anyway, we we we, we, like, we laugh we about that because he's done he's done so much music from other people. All the stuff that Russell was, was doing came out of came out of Larry Smith's uh, uh, basement. So all those little guys from from Hollis, because I lived in Hollis, and all the, and that's all, all of that stuff that came out of there, like Ella Cole J. When he when when uh, Marley did, Mama said, "Knock you out." That was LL Cool J and that was Marley that did that. So Mar Marley was always ahead of everybody else by using stuff that no one else was using. But he was he was using uh, uh, James Brown as as the rhythm, and you know, uh, so you have to look, you have to listen to everything. I mean, when you talk about Marley, Marley, right now, if I call him right now, he's doing the same thing. Music. Every day. All day long. Always doing music. The same thing with Stevie. That's one Wonder. Stevie, I did the horns on Do I Do for for Stevie. Do I Do, that song. And Stevie and I... I has been friends for 40 years at this point. At this point, and he's very, very. Of course, he's still Stevie Wonder, and when he when he's doing new music, he's he's doing it, you know. And like I said, Dre, I love I love I love Dr. Dre and uh, uh, Marley. Those guys. Those are the guys that that. What, what let me let me say one one guy the guy uh, that did uh he used uh uh, uh they did the, the song they did was one of my songs and the guy that did it uh, was uh from New york and it, the song was me myself and I by de la soul and of course that that was One of the biggest songs that in 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 hip hop, because they got a uh, a, they got a thing from uh, from from the when they call it uh, in 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 Washington, uh, they used that song as one of the one of the four four best songs that was done with. Uh, like, uh, with, uh, the guys from, uh, um, uh, the guys from, uh, they, they were, they were down with, they were down with Russell also. And, you know, uh, uh, the one that they did, I, you know, I'm trying to remember the name of the song so I can really tell you the, the name of the song, but, uh stay with stay with uh, uh the uh this this show here the producer's corner stay with the, the producer's corner and uh I will try at at some point I will try to get with him and do a, a monthly thing with him because he's doing he's done seventy one song shows at this point so I can come in and say. Uh Mr Birdsong song, uh what do you think about blah 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 blah, blah. And you know, I'll, I'll I'll do five minutes for him each month or each year or whatever, because I like what what he's trying to do. The producer's corner. And Mike I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And Mike is my cousin also. I mean like it's 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 a it's a it's a family, you know, that's and uh I will definitely try to do something with you to explain your your uh, listen listen there's uh, us, uh people uh, around the world and uh I do five minutes
1: every <laughs> a, every
3: every month or <laughs> whatever, brother. Just but I, I I definitely wanna do something with you. So that's that'll be good. I'm honored that you say that. To me. Well, I, I, I really, respect,
1: man, respect.
3: I, I love, I love what you've done for music, because when you say you going around the world, that's that's great, and uh, other things that we'll talk about. Uh, with uh, with my daughter, I'm sure that you'll probably come back on to. Uh, uh, conversation piece that would be great man so like I said I'm humble
0: that
3: you guys even asked me Like when Mike asked me I'm like oh yeah let me
1: know I'll do
3: it yeah man and especially like, like I said Mike is my cousin so here we go
0: Right. And yeah. And thank, thank, thank you, it, Michael I Washington. It, I have another
3: cover over here, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Adam Rice is pointing to Adam Rice, the engineer, yeah. uh, man, is, radio man is extraordinaire right now. Well, of course, it looks like we could continue going on, but we um, have to bring the show to an end. Um, so, before we, we end, if everyone can just give us final thoughts, which will include how to find your music or how to, um, what your websites are in your social media spots. Mike? Uh,
2: Michael Washington, AKA M Wash Soul. You'll find me on SoundCloud.com.
0: And that's M Wash Soul at SoundCloud.com.
3: And uh, me, uh, Edwin Birdsong. You can find me anywhere on the world. I'll, fi- I- I'll find you.
0: Right. You just, <laughs> Let me know.
3: Just Google him. Just Google, it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just Google Edwin Birdsong, and you will be able to find 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 Daddy. Right.
3: <laughs> and when it when it comes to.
0: The producers corner he, he's, he's he's pointing to he's because um, Chris Chris is a, a phone guest so whenever he's talking about you Chris he's pointing to the speaker <laughs> you can't see him but he's pointing to you <laughs> yeah, so,
3: so I, I'm very proud about you son I'm really proud of you and uh we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make it go around the world a, a couple of times. For real.
0: So, Chris, cl- um, cl- um, last thoughts and, and your contact information, please.
1: You could get a hold of, we have a website, www.theproducerscorner.net. You can get us on the Facebook, the Producers Corner group, the Producers Corner page, the Producers Corner Instagram, the Producers Corner Twitter. And then me, um, DJ Stress, I got my DJ Stress page on um, on Facebook. And then I got DJ Stress 1-2 on Instagram, DJ Stress on twitter and i mean i think you can, you can find it youtube the producer's corner youtube dj stress
0: right okay so here underground hip-hop creations on the producer's corner sample challenge every saturday evening 4 p.m Eastern standard time broadcast via youtube live go to the producers for more details <laughs> I'm Angela Birdsong, and I just want to thank everybody. Thank you guys, my Conversation Peace guests, for joining me today. Chris, DJ Stress, McManus, the producer's corner, Michael Washington of M-Watch Soul for the opening and closing theme song here on Conversation Peace and multi-Grammy winner nominee, heavily sampled man in hip-hop and other genres, my father, Edwin Birdsong. I also want to thank Leslie Radford, the brain, the powerful force behind RGLA, Adam Rice, program director, Joseph Tucker, engineer, and of course, our RGLA family. We always want to thank you. You can reach us on Radio Justice Facebook. Give us some love. Give us some likes as you listen to us worldwide anytime on radiojustice.org. I'm Angela Birdsong, and once again, thank you for allowing me to share this very special experience of conversation peace on Radio Justice LA Morning Wake Up Call with you. Remember to be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be brave, be courageous, and let all that you do be done with love.